0: All right. Well, welcome to another special episode of This Black Girl Podcast. I am your girl Lola, aka ola.miss.lola, without the L. And I'm joined here by the lovely Shay, aka Finances for the Culture. Hey. <laughs> um. So let the people know exactly like who you are, what you do, what you get into. Yes, So my name
1: is Shay. My brand is Finances for the Culture. It is self-explanatory but I bridge the gap between finance and community I truly believe that information is the only difference between wealthy people and everybody else so okay. I am sharing that information to whoever to anyone who will listen and yes it hasn't been very long however it feels like it's been years um, and I finally feel like I'm doing what I've been meant to do mm-hmm. so yeah I'm super excited to be on the podcast and please pay attention because I'm dropping my jams.
0: <laughs> well okay so before we even get into, into the beautiful jams how okay what kind of piqued your interest and got you really started with uh, you know finances and getting into that I guess building your financial literacy?
1: So really and truly I was tired of being broke it's it's not fun um (laughs) but really i stumbled into finance i was at an open mic Mm -hmm. and there was a financial advisor who was asked to speak and she literally spoke to me she was like look the system is not for us we need to educate ourselves in order to thrive and you need to get your ish together now and i was like okay (laughs) <laughs> okay you're like okay you just started
0: <laughs> like, okay. learning
1: <laughs> so so yeah so i ended up um attending one of her workshops mm-hmm. and i became her client and came up with a plan on how to fix my finances and from there it was like look you have the opportunity to teach other people mm-hmm. what you know and i was like well i have teaching experience i love teaching and i was like let's just bring these two together and
0: that. I love that. That's exciting. Okay. So you were inspired by somebody else and now you've been chasing it and you're discovering like, this is your passion. Yes. Perfect. Okay. So I guess I want to start with like, what, what do you think personally based off of what you've seen in terms of like friends, family, like what is, I guess the one thing that you've noticed that's kind of kept us broke. Cause I don't, I'm not mm-hmm. trying to say everybody's broke though. Comfort. Don't, yeah don't
1: do <laughs> if you're not broke
0: the, the, the shoe okay? don't fit the <laughs> shoe don't fit
1: still listen so you can tell your broke friends. but you know
0: that part okay
1: um so it's lack of information yeah really and truly like that's just what it is if we knew how money works back then if we knew the importance of using credit properly um if we knew the different things that are that are that are in place to keep us financially low we would change so financial education as much as it's popular to talk about now yeah it's not still not as accessible as it should be um it's barely in the schools right our parents are doing what they can with what they know so it's very limited and so a lot of us just don't know. We're doing the best we can with what we have. And unfortunately when it comes to finance, that's not enough. You really need to understand how many words. Yeah. Apply that knowledge and be consistent.
0: Okay. So um I know you just talked a breezed over a bit about credit. And I know that's one thing that a lot of people suffer for from just because people don't get it. Even yeah. now, like as my grown, grown, big, grown, grown <laughs> self, I'm starting like it's the, the, the dots are trying to, are connecting now that I'm yeah. like, oh, I need to fix this. Like, I can't not be like, well, fuck my credit. Like, no, I yeah. want certain things, and you unfortunately need that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess for for the viewers to understand, like, how would you then define credit? Oh, because people just think of it as, it's yeah. just a number. Like, how would you define credit? What would you consider as like an okay score? What should mm-hmm. people be aiming for? How do we do that like how right. can we define that
1: so there's a couple of different parts the main thing would be understanding um what debt is so debt is something that is owed the difference between the western world and the eastern world is that on the east side lot of the times if you want to go borrow money you actually have to have that money in your bank account first so if i want to borrow ten thousand dollars i have to have ten thousand dollars over here you can literally be dead broke and still manage to borrow money. And so that's where the problem is. Um, not to say that you have to be a millionaire in order to have access to credit, mm-hmm. but you definitely should be financially responsible. So I'll use a credit card as an example, yeah. right? Firstly, it's way too easy to get a credit card. Nobody calls you and explains how it works, right? yeah um, they don't tell you important details that you need to know they don't tell you that your due date could actually be different every single month it might not be the same day every month and so we get this two thousand dollar limit and we think that we can just spend it there are so many people who don't know that if you take out debt and you use it you have to pay it back yeah isn't that wild that people don't <laughs> know that <laughs> but it's so yeah. true like literally People think that, okay, I have this $2,000 card and I can just spend it. And that's not the case. You now owe that money back.
0: Right, because it's a borrowing tool.
1: It's a borrowing tool. Yeah. So aside from that, there's your credit report, which is your financial resume. So that is going to list all of the debt accounts that you have. So all of the money that you have access to, Mm -hmm. all of the money you've taken out and what you owe, right? Mm -hmm. And then your credit score is basically a condensed financial resume so it's going to show your financial responsibility or irresponsibility right and there's a range between 300 and 900 Um, i like to tell people that anywhere above 700 is pretty good okay there's there's as you can see there's many components when it comes to debt and credit and but don't worry. I always tell people, it's like riding a bike. All these different financial concepts, once you learn them, you will never forget them. So yeah. it's all about learning.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, just to kind of float around in the, the credit pool for yeah. now, just because I feel like even, even now for me personally, as like I'm personally working on my own credit and stuff, mm-hmm. it's still a bit of a mystery because like yeah. most places try to break down like how your your credit is essentially scored. Mm-hmm. Like I know it's the number of counts, the length mm-hmm. of the accounts, um yeah. your payments whether they're on time or they're missed. Yeah. Um but I find personally and I don't know if it's like an Equifax thing or just a TransUnion mm-hmm. thing or just the lack of correlation like right. my Equifax score and my TransUnion score are very different. You know, yeah. there's, there's there's counts in one place, there's lots of accounts of another place yeah. and when you're trying i guess to align that and have mm-hmm. everything be accurate be noted be reported because like yeah. i have i i'm personally signed up for like a credit reporting um system where okay. like i pay a monthly fee they report mm-hmm. it as the payments they report it to the bureaus yeah. to help like boost your credit yeah I'm not gonna lie it's worked i've gained yeah. like 100 pound, points in six months yeah which is great yeah but how i guess what would be the first step to get everything more in line, like more accurate? Because sometimes there's a lot of accuracies mm-hmm. and like half the time, the phone numbers ain't the phone numbers. I've tried calling and they're like, Oh, call this number. I call another number. Oh, we need to call this number. Yeah. <laughs> I call a third number. Oh, this call the first number. Yeah, They're very, even though they have so much financial control right. over what you have access to in life, mm-hmm. they're so elusive.
1: Listen. Okay. Listen <laughs> to what she just said. So this is the this is the crazy part, right? Yeah. As much as like there are certain financial concepts that we need to know in order to thrive, they're hiding. We also have to understand that it's a system. And what do we know about systems? Mm-hmm. They're meant to keep us poor. Yeah. So yes, your credit score can be different on multiple credit reporting platforms. That makes no sense. Okay. But it's true. Um, I started off using Equifax. I was paying for it because when I was first trying to get my life together, I wanted to make sure that everything was accurate. And then when I started to get into real estate stuff with my brother, I needed to make sure that it was accurate. Right. I no longer pay for Equifax. I use BorrowWell. Borowell is my favorite only because I find it to be the most accurate, but I like the way it breaks down my accounts. It's just Mm. I like the format. Okay. Compared to Credit Karma, I find that Credit Karma takes way too long to update. It will be months behind. Really? Months behind.
0: Because I know they use TransUnion.
1: Months behind. Yeah. Like, literally, okay. it, like, if I checked it today, it would say the last reported payment was like April. Like,
0: oh, wow. Yeah, you it's, know. It's not accurate. I'm laughing because I have Credit Karma on my phone. Yeah. I check it from time to time. Yeah. But I've never actually looked at, like, those payment dates. Like, it'll yeah. show you, like, a simple graph of, like, checkmark, check mark yeah. or X if you missed the payment. But yeah. I've never actually looked to see, like, what month it's in.
1: It's it's super behind, at least for me. I know there's people who use credit card, and love it. And yeah. that's cool. But I say all this to say don't get caught up in trying to strive for the 800 score because guess what Mm -hmm. your credit score is going to increase and decrease throughout your entire life because of your financial habits 700 or more is pretty safe and um, going back to your question about what um, what makes up your credit score so the most important thing is never missing a payment missing a payment is probably the worst thing you can do
0: right other
1: than that The next most important thing, something that a lot of people don't know, and they have multiple credit cards is that out of your limit, you can only spend 30%
0: that yes,
1: it sucks. It doesn't make sense because it's like, wow, I have a $6,000 limit credit card and I can only spend 1,800. That makes no sense. I
0: discovered that recently. Yeah. Please tell them why.
1: If you (laughs) listen, you can be like, ah, she's just whatever. No, if you spend more than 30% that is why your credit score is trash literally people will max out their credit cards pay them and say why is my credit score not jumping up because you're using more than 30% yeah. every month you can't do it you just can't it's one of those rules that you have to follow yes yeah,
0: so if your utilization is high yes. it makes you a high risk because yes. most people for example has a $2,500 limit card, yeah. you're not gonna pay back the $2,500 in one month. Right. Unless yeah. you're perhaps one of those people who pay for everything with your credit card so yeah. that when you do get paid from your paycheck, you just throw it there and do it all over again. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, it's not a good look. It makes you look risky if your card is always maxed out all the time and you're only making like $15 minimum payments it mm-hmm. makes whatever financial institution i guess think like ooh they're gonna they're gonna default they're gonna yeah. run away with our money they're gonna do this and it yeah. keeps your score low but but if you're you know only using like you said $600 out yeah. of a $2500 card mm-hmm. your utilization's low you're low risk oh they're more likely to pay that off because they don't yeah. owe the full 2500 they only owe $600 and on
1: top of that too remember what i said a couple of minutes ago essentially this credit is to build your credit score so if you actually need the money that poses a problem right if you need to use debt to pay for things and you don't have another source of income to pay for things that's also making you high risk right you should be able to pay for things with the income you're making and then this credit card is used for maybe your bills, right? Because your current bills means every month you're going to use the card and that's oh, yeah. going to build up your credit score. So when you actually need the money, because <laughs> that, that happens, right? Like a lot of people don't have an emergency fund. So they get right. a credit card and now it's like, I have $1,000 for emergency. Well, you use it, now you got to pay it back. That defeats the purpose.
0: Then you don't have a fund. You have yeah. emergency debt. <laughs> that's perfect. <right. laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say there's a person, I guess, who let's say they don't have a credit card. They, okay. they, 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 they had one, they fucked up, whatever, mm-hmm. and now they don't have a credit card, or they cut it up. They're like, I forget it. I rebuke them, mm-hmm. but they want to find out. I guess the best way, like, how do I put money aside? How do I save up for emergencies? Even mm-hmm. if you do have a credit card, let's just yeah. keep it out of the the loop for now. Yes. What is the best way? Um, to I guess build those savings without necessarily I feeling feeling the pinch of it.
1: Mm. So the most important thing is to know yourself. The only way to know yourself financially is to go through um, all of your monthly expenses. So everybody mm-hmm. should know their monthly expenses. They should also know what money they're bringing in on a monthly basis. They should know what they're Pain in terms of debt payments insurance payments all of those things yeah I know it sounds scary but if you've never done this ever you need to do it because this is the starting point this is going to give you a snapshot of what your finances are and then from there you can find a solution right if you don't know how much disposable income you should have at the end of every month which is income minus all of your expenses right right you don't know where you're starting from. So if my monthly disposable income is 200 bucks, I know that with this 200 bucks, I can allocate that to whatever I need to allocate that for. Now, savings. Well, I was travel, gonna say,
0: yeah. I was about to ask: Does that disposable income include savings? So, because some yes, I was gonna say because some. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. No, some okay. people, I guess, budget or plan yeah. their finances or figure out their finances, and include savings as a like almost like a mandatory category. Yeah so so sorry so you break that down I guess how it would work
1: so I use a budgeting sheet and in that budgeting sheet it really just depends on the person so some people are already saving money so they have contributions going into their tax-free savings account let's say Mm -hmm. so if it's like a hundred dollars going into their savings and then they have a disposable 200 well then maybe they don't use that 200 for the savings if they're already saving. Maybe they use that for a travel fund or okay. whatever it is. It really depends. Everyone's going to be different, which is why I say if you've never looked at all of your monthly expenses, you need to because every solu- like solutions should be specific to your specific situation. But, if it's on of it, <laughs> but it's really about you and your situation. You need to start where you are. And I think that's where people... Um, get messed up right when yeah we talk about budgeting and people say oh budgeting it's gonna restrict me well if it's specific to your situation
0: it doesn't have to restrict you that's right? fair okay yeah well okay because you mentioned the spreadsheet mm-hmm. I've seen them everywhere they're like everywhere yes. try my financial spreadsheet <laughs> yeah. for me I'm weird because like I like digital tools yeah but like to go through look at my statements and do this and, and yeah. rep- I can't like i don't want to say i can't do that mm-hmm. i don't want to do that right. i'm not a fan <laughs> i'm not a fan of doing that but i do personally use digital tools like mm-hmm. a couple tools that i use for myself um you know there's wealth simple mm-hmm. uh for like for savings and stuff yeah. i have that um i use uh mocha i heard of that yeah mocha like um they're a good tool like when saving without saving with mocha i'm not gonna lie yeah um it's pretty good it's <laughs> pretty good and so that one like will just pull money out of my account mm-hmm. every week however yeah. often i want and just allocate it to like a tsfa for mm-hmm. i don't know for like buying a home emergency yeah. funds whatever mm-hmm. and it saved me a few times where i'm like oh money's looking a little tight yeah so i just withdraw a little fifty dollars mm-hmm. here or whatever and not feel any type of penalization yeah. Um, A third tool that, like personally for me and like our family, that's really helped that I've had for years and like Mm. again the doc not connecting (laughs) (laughs) was um, Coho.
1: Yes,
0: I'm gonna include a a link down below this video for Mm. Coho, but Coho has been such a game changer, at least Mm -hmm. in this house, because um my partner and I we both have cards we opened a joint account mm-hmm. and it's a way for us to have like our separate income for again that disposable income yeah. but we contribute regularly to like our joint income and we both see yeah how often we spend mm-hmm. what are bills that are coming out and like every month we try to even categorize it like the spreadsheet to yeah. say like oh $200 here, that was groceries. $100 there, that was gas. Mm-hmm. $600 here, that was whatever. Yeah, And we see personally, like, oh, we spent how much on groceries? Yeah. Like, girl, I, I saw it this month. I was like,
1: <laughs> but <wow>. notice <laughs> the key is the separation, right? Yeah. So, Koha is a completely different card. It's not, it's separate from your bank account. Yes. And that's the key. I tell people all the time how do you expect to organize your money when? Your income is going into your checkings. Your saving is sitting in your checkings. Your travel fund is sitting in your checkings. Everything is in your checkings. You just have a big old bulk of money, and you don't know what's for what. That's not going to work. You need to separate your money as much as possible. Um, And that's key.
0: And I was going to just add to that because... I used to do that, where everything would just come into my checking account. Yeah. I pay this. I pay that. I try to throw some into saving. Yeah. But it was very stressful, mm-hmm. at least for me personally. It was stressful to yeah. have, make sure, is there enough to balance mm. the balance the balance? Yeah. Now, I don't even think about that. I, yeah. I get paid. I transfer my contribution into that joint account that we have. Yeah. And all the bills come out of there. Yeah. Or if we're like, oh, we're going shopping, okay, yeah, throw that on the Dread account. Swipe yeah. it. Don't even have to think about it. Yeah. Because we allocated a certain amount of money. We know how much we need to manage our bills. Yeah. And it's there. And like yeah. again, I don't have to think about the checking. If I oh I want to spend on Amazon today, I'm gonna do it. Like I don't that, have to that's think about it. What I do like yeah. my
1: checking. So I have two bank accounts. I have TD, I have Tangerine, my checking, is for, essentially for spending. Everything in my tangerine is savings. Nice. So in my checkings, uh, you know, I have multiple sources of, uh, of income. So income is going there. My savings. I have four different savings accounts. Three of wow. them are regular, and one of them is a TFSA. My emergency fund is in the TFSA, and then the other three are taxes, caravana, and travel.
0: I love this. Okay? I love it.
1: <laughs> And th- that's what it is. So yeah. if I need to, okay, caravana, I just bought my costume. Cool. So maybe we're getting a hotel. Cool. Well, the money that's in my caravana, Fun. That's, that's not, all you have. Going to there, like you guys have to organize your money as much as possible. And mm-hmm. I know, like at the beginning, it sucks because you have to track. You have to be more strict. Now I'm at the point where I don't check my bank statements every single every single month. I yes. don't have to. I don't have to track everything i don't have to be so strict because it's second nature now so yes at the beginning it's not fun and it might be scary to like look at your numbers and stuff but it's like okay so if you don't do it who's gonna do it sure if you don't do it now you're gonna spend another six months or a year or two years just willy-nilly you're gonna be in the same position you were last year so just It's gonna be uncomfortable, but that's why I'm here, right? (laughs) I offer free analysis appointments. So Mm -hmm. if you really need help organizing your money and looking at your numbers, I'm here. I'll sprinkle in some jokes to make you feel better. (laughs) Like it's an uncomfortable hour for um, an uncomfortable hour to be more comfortable in the next six months to a year
0: yeah right. for your future it's it's true and i feel like because there's a lot of taboo and there's a lot of hush hush especially with black people mm. people don't yeah. want to talk about their money but they want to flex yes yeah. like you're going to see this purse, yeah. but you're not going to know that i went into debt yeah. at the payday loans to buy it yeah and mm-hmm. i feel like there should be less I don't want to say, because I I don't know if it's a comparison thing or whatever, but there should be less of a taboo when it comes to talking about finances, because Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, at least for me personally, it's not a race. Like, I'm not trying to race you. I'm not trying to race whoever. Like, I'm just trying to live my best life with my family and to be able to afford myself and my lifestyle comfortably. I'm not looking at Instagram, seeing what other people are doing, seeing whatever. I'm just Mm -hmm. trying to do what I need to do for me. And therefore, I've tried to normalize, like, a lot of financial conversations yeah. with friends and family just yeah. because i don't know that what i i guess my question to you is like yeah. cuz you mentioned that sometimes your friends talk about money and whatever even yeah. outside of like what you do for work yeah i guess what is the easiest way to bring up the topic of money or the conversation around money without yeah. people thinking like so what's your bank
1: account oh are like nosy <laughs> yeah
0: without being too fast
1: The first thing—it's so funny because, like, you know, in general, our community—we don't like to talk about money, but we'll talk about everybody's business, and that doesn't make any sense because that doesn't elevate us at all. But talking about talking about money doesn't have to be talking about your personal money woes, but the topic of money, like, how do we feel about these gas prices or? What do you do to save or are you having a hard time saving? Of course, there has to be some sort of trust within the friend group or the family, mm-hmm. because that makes the conversation easier. But I guess one of the easiest ways is if you saw an article about something, like you could bring that up as conversation. For um, sure. And nowadays, as I was mentioning earlier, I feel like more people are talking about it because it's everywhere. What, if it's not the gas prices, it's the condo <laughs> prices. If it's oh not my the gosh. condo prices, yeah. it's the cost of food. So it's more natural to have those conversations because we're already thinking it. We just gotta say it, right? Yeah. And then of course, I feel like every single person knows somebody who's in the finance field. It doesn't have to be an advisor, it could be a realtor. All of those financial um, careers or financial related careers, mm. finance related careers, have to do with money, so you probably know somebody. Yeah. It's up to you to get to the maturity because you were saying how you're cool with talking about, but that's, and you're also saying you don't like to, you don't compare yourself to you, people. That's a level of maturity that you have to get to where you're like, True. I am focused on my lane and myself. And again, going back to knowing yourself and acting your wage. Don't drag me. It's I love not, that. It's not meant wage. to be disrespectful. You need to act in a way that makes sense for your financial capacity because when you rack up your credit card, your friends are not helping you. I promise you.
0: I was gonna say, OLG said it best. <laughs> know your yes. limit, play within it. Yes. That no, no,
1: seriously. No, that's literally a bar. Like <laughs> know your limit, play within it. Yeah. Seriously. Like the other day, um, my friends went to go out to eat whatever they chose. the restaurant, mm-hmm. I looked at the menu. And I was like, this is a lot of money for food that, like, I I just, I'm not really trying to eat this kind of food. So okay. I was like, yo, can we go somewhere else? And everyone was like, yeah, you know what, that's yeah, cheap or whatever. Like, don't be afraid to this. bring up, like, hey, you know what, I'm only trying to spend 20, like 50 bucks tonight. Boundaries. Can we do something like financial boundaries you have to know your own financial boundaries because
0: yes. there are
1: people family friends partners that are going to try to push your shame you into boundary. debt
0: girls. shame you it's into not debt
1: worth <laughs> it at all like my birthday's coming up and one thing i'm really focused on is being financially responsible around this time because don't you notice that like a lot of the times for your birthday, you end up spending a lot more money than other people. And yep. that shouldn't be. Yep. Not to say that people need to pay for you, but you need to choose things that make sense for your financial capacity. Because at the end of the day, your birthday is the day, and then it goes on. Like, life yeah, goes like, on, you know? The next
0: day, life goes yeah. on. You're $500 in debt, and you're like, exactly. why? This is not the present I wanted. Yeah. yeah. I, and and I, I wholeheartedly agree. Like, I had a conversation with one of my girlfriends, and I was just talking random hypotheticals. And I'm like, yeah. oh girl, when I get married, get ready to be a bridesmaid. And yeah. she's like, no, don't ask me. And I was like, ah! "Like, <laughs> what do you mean to ask yeah. you? And she's like, it, like the average budget for, for that kind of stuff is too expensive. Yeah. I, I can't financially take it on. Yeah. And just having her say that was like, look, you are worth more than you going into debt. Yeah. And therefore, if there needs to be help with certain things, yeah. or I have to put certain limits on myself or what I want mm. in order to for you to be there like yeah. i'm meeting meeting yeah. my people in the middle yeah. like i'm not mm. i will never force any friend family whomever yeah. to go into that like you when you can see like group trips
1: yeah
0: group trips to Montreal to here to yeah. there to wherever that's
1: cute
0: it's very cute it's cute and it's great but yeah. here's the thing my whole, like group trips 12 months in advance mm. and everybody has to be saving up leading yeah. up to it because like even now for travel there's so many um financial platforms that are like pay $1,500 for your all-inclusive or um 24 months AP 0% APR mm-hmm. of payments of 60 $68 a month and it's like why are you going into debt to don't, travel don't
1: do it those payment plans honestly my whole thing is look if you don't have the money for it And you're not able to get it in a way where it's like you, it's like someone just gives you the money, like as an investment, like, hey, I wanna do this course, but I don't have the money right now. Okay, I'll pay for it for you. Like, don't do it because it's just prolonging you paying that off. And people do it for the smallest thing, people do it for clothes. Yep. $40 pair of shoes. Oh, pay $10 a month. Listen, if you don't bot forty dollars for a shoe, like we have bigger fish to fry. Okay. So <laughs> you want a house, but you
0: can't spend forty dollars for shoes. So yeah.
1: Every like e-commerce platform is offering that now. Yes, and afterpay,
0: Klarna, it's all of those.
1: Smart as hell, but it's not the kind of debt you want to wrap up because that directly exposes your spending problems, Mm -hmm. right? Your financial irresponsibility, not everyday clothes. Honestly, I would (laughs) like to say everybody listening to this podcast has enough clothes already. Like we have enough clothes, we have enough shoes. I'm not saying you can't treat yourself, but sometimes these things, we need to prioritize other things, like really and truly.
0: Well, okay, what would you suggest is like the top three things then that people can maybe scale back Mm. And or remove from like their day to day, I want to call it everyday spending, mm. to be able to put away. I don't know, let's say a hundred dollars a month.
1: How much time we got? I mean, there's, girl, there's listen. A list. You can.
0: I was gonna say you could give us the top three. You could top give us the top three.
1: five. Okay. So, um. <laughs> so these are the two. These are the three things that I cut back on. I did this for a six month period, and mm-hmm. in five months, I saved ten thousand dollars. So that's what? just. That's just wow. telling you what it is. <laughs> so again, I believe in balance. So I want to say that I believe in balance. So I'm not saying you have to like cut these out cold turkey, but yeah. just to give you an, an idea of how much money you can save if you just cut back on these things. So my girl Uber, said
0: 10k in five months. I'm shook. Okay,
1: Uber time management. Please, I I'm guilty. I took an Uber here today. I'm not <laughs> I'm not better than anybody. Okay. But time management, if right. you, you know you need to be somewhere, you loafed, and now you took an Uber. Uber is way more expensive than it was before the pandemic. Accurate. So so much more expensive, so you have to be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. Food delivery.
0: You are sure. paying
1: people to do what you don't want to do, which is cook.
0: DoorDash, Uber Eats. Right? Yeah, skip the dishes.
1: Online shopping.
0: Yep, I'm guilty Shipping
1: of that. Shipping fees listen if i have to pay for shipping i'm not getting it that's just <laughs> that's just my vibe now because
0: i'm like yeah. nah, like i'm not doing but it. here's where they trap you with that though mm. if they'll say like oh well you can have free shipping but you have to spend more money right. like spend a certain amount yeah and you'll get free shipping mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie my store has that model built in yeah. if you spend like i think i think for mine though i try to make it accessible like if you spend yeah. at least 60 bucks yeah Free standard shipping, no worries. You get yeah. your stuff in like you know a week or so. Yeah. If you spend over a hundred dollars, it gets upgraded to express shipping yeah. at least automatically. Cause it's like if you want to be spending this money, yeah. you should at least We're get it quicker get as possible. Stuff, yeah. Like you know. Yeah. But um, you're absolutely.
1: So that that's <laughs> where the right. mindful spending needs to be. Like, yeah. Chances are you're going to buy things that you really don't need just to get the free shipping, and so it's kind of counterproductive. Like you need to have a budget before even going into this. Right. Mm -hmm. And again, it takes time. Like it's going to become second nature for you to be like, no, if it's it's not free shipping, I'm not doing it. But again, most of the time we're shopping for things that we don't need. And so now it says free shipping if you spend over a hundred dollars. So now we're just buying random stuff. And how many people have things in their closet that they haven't worn yet?
0: I was going to say, I'm like, I okay. still have, there are tags still on a
1: tags. bunch wow.
0: of my clothes. My Okay, the way I justify <laughs> it, though, I'm like, the pandemic started, I didn't know. <laughs> so I didn't go nowhere and I have all these yeah. clothes. But at the same time, I can't even show you my closet. Because my closet is literally overflowing. Because, like, I moved from a bigger closet to a slightly smaller closet. And that yeah. slight is my plight right now. Mm-hmm. And i don't have the heart to 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 give away slash sell slash whatever any of my clothes not yet anyways
1: (laughs) so those are just three okay so uber food delivery apps and um online shopping and then i'm gonna give you a couple more that you might not think about okay but the money will add up so anyone who knows me knows i always walk with a water bottle from home because i like to stay hydrated but also, can you imagine buying a water bottle twice a day, every day of the month? That's true. Right. Like,
0: water is like what, three, four dollars.
1: Um. Another thing would be, um, parking tickets. So we all like to live dangerously and park where we're not supposed to, and then we got an eighty-dollar <laughs> ticket. Like, come yeah. on, you're doing that to yourself. And again, that is debt, right?
0: True. So okay. there's that.
1: And then one more thing. Mm, something else that is an everyday expense that we spend spending money on.
0: I would say coffee.
1: I think I already have, the, <laughs> I have a bit of beef with the coffee lovers already. Cause I'm always using that as an example on my Instagram. <laughs> yeah. It's too, Like again, um, there's, you know, there's a way to cut costs in that case. You can buy your own machine, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But I think the main thing is it's not just about buying the one coffee, or the two coffees a day. It's doing that every single day, every single month, for 60 years. Yeah. So that's kind of how I break down the cost of things. I'll be like, okay, you buy Uber, um, you order from Uber Eats four times a week, cool. So times that by four weeks, times that by 12 months, and times that by 50 years.
0: Yeah. That, adds that up amount quick. of
1: money, would you have loved to see that in your account instead of in coffee Probably. in your belly
0: in your belly, which <laughs> is in the toilet now, yeah.
1: Probably right. <laughs> so, just to put things in perspective, and again, we can give ourselves budgets for these things. I call them mm-hmm. fun funds, right? Falling on a budget, like give yourself a budget to treat yourself, but have a limit, right? Yeah. Like I remember yeah. one of my past clients would pay for her full office's coffee every single week she told me she was spending sixty dollars a week What? and i was like okay so do you do you like switch turns (laughs) or something and she was like no and i'm like you're really nice i i I guess i'm not nice because i would never do that i don't know
0: here's the thing i would rotate that if the rotation was there and or i would do it if i was being reimbursed by the company if Definitely. the companies like go out and do this, and we'll pay yeah. you back what you're spending, sure, copies on me every week. I don't mind. Yeah, but not not on my dime. Absolutely. Okay, not. so
1: let's do this real quick because I just want I want y'all to feel feel the realness of this. $60 okay. Sixty dollars times four weeks. Yes. Two forty.
0: A month. That's times, just a month.
1: Two forty times twelve months is two thousand eight hundred and eighty dollars. Let's say you work at That's the That's a vacation. That's like two vacations, if you're doing all inclusive. Right. Times five years. Let's say you're at the company for five years. That's fourteen thousand four hundred dollars. That's a car. That's a lot of money. That's and a so car. I tell people all the time, like it's not that we don't have the money, but we either ate it all, drank it all, partied it all. True. In any way, we we spent it all, right? Mm-hmm. So, the potential is there. I tell people all the time. I was working. I've been working for ten years just shy of 10 years, and two years ago, I had $200 to my name. Where did all the money, I right. mean, where did it go? Clothes, shoes, food, BS, really and truly. Mm-hmm. And as much as, you know, now I know what to do with my money, and it's still, you, you still sometimes think about it, you're like, damn, if I only knew this back then, I would be further. Yeah. So it's good to self-reflect. Don't stay there, but it's good to self-reflect. And know the potential of if you made all that money before, Mm -hmm. there's no reason why you can't make it now. And now you'll be smarter. Yeah. So you can manage it better,
0: right? Fair enough. And and I guess like I would say that I would marry that like in tandem with again kind of going back to the digital tools, like the the Mocha one where they have this thing where it's like you round up your change. So it tracks it tracks essentially your spending on your bank account. And yeah. if you spent two fifty, it'll take the other two fifty out and put it away for you. Yeah. And Coho can do that too with your spending. Like if you spend again, two seventy five, it'll take. Yeah. It rounds up to the next dollar. You can choose next dollar, two dollars, five dollars, yeah. and it'll take that difference, put it away for you. And it's nice to see like just money show up out of nowhere. It feels yeah. like free money, which is nice. Yes. But um, with Mocha, for people who struggle to say like, oh well, it's hard for me to find ten dollars to put away every month or Mm. this or whatever you can start with one dollar like literally one dollar saying i want to take out one dollar a day and i think they do it every week because like you can't always do daily deposits but set it to seven dollars which is a dollar a day just to put it away and you literally will have 31 dollars every month and like that adds up itself that becomes you know 360 dollars times how many years of just pass and that's passive saving
1: yeah
0: now okay i was mentioning to you before like black people are normally like we're the hustlers we're mm-hmm. the ones that will have two three four five eight nine jobs <laughs> with no time on our back always working grind mm-hmm. never sleeps kind of vibe what would you personally suggest um is the best or not oh i guess a few of the best ways to create passive income because I feel like that, like, that's where the the rich people are laughing. Because, mm-hmm. like, we have 24 hours, the same 24 hours in a day as Beyonce. But Beyonce's not <laughs> doing eight jobs.
1: Wow, that's a really great analogy. Is that analogy?
0: Comparison?
1: I <laughs> that's, that's gold right
0: there. Yeah. Like, yeah. like the reason why Beyonce's 24 hours and our 24 hours hit different is because, you know, we're doing two, three jobs. Mm-hmm. She's just doing one. Yeah. And she's manage to diversify so that her her i don't want to say minimal effort Mm -hmm. but the effort she does go in goes a lot further yeah like so what would you suggest i guess for people to start their mini moguls mogul vibes or mini empire get um i guess start their way yeah
1: so i would say i'm going to suggest something that's probably the easiest thing to do um and this is like outside of side hustle stuff because typically with side hustles you actually have to physically work to make money so one thing is I'm sure you've all seen this already digital products so whether it's ebooks or um, even like I was talking about a spreadsheet Mm -hmm. or a how-to guide or a journal whatever digital product you want to create and you have a link to it on your site people can literally purchase it while you're sleeping So that's one way to put in the labor and effort, however many hours you want to spend on it. But then once that's done, people can literally keep buying that as many times as they can. And then if you want to put out like updates every six months or a year, Mm -hmm. that's one way that you can continuously make money. Um, I would say that's like the easiest thing to do. Other than that, if we're talking investing, investing in, Stocks that offer dividend payments, where you're okay. receiving, you know, whether it's quarterly or sometimes even monthly, they'll give you
0: a small portion of the small profits. Small portion of how how many stocks you bought. So
1: that's again another way to receive a bit of money, and you can either reinvest that or you can use that
0: for whatever you wish. So those are two. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So because you know we want us to be part of the soft life. We don't yes. need to be hard life. We're soft life people yes. now. You know.
1: Or if you're gonna work all those jobs like aim to be in a better position than you were before you took on those jobs a lot of the times we take on all these jobs we're working night shift weekends yeah and we don't save money like i understand some people take on jobs specifically to pay for whatever lifestyle like for example if i take on um a side job maybe that money that i that i earn is going to go to something specific so but you have to have that in your mind like this weekend job is going to give me my fun budget. And then organize your money in a way that works for that. Don't just take on all these jobs and be making more money, but not saving more money.
0: True, true. Um, And then I guess my final question is, um, for people who want to um save their money like put their money in a savings account invest or whatever like what kind of account would you think is i guess the best opportunity to do that like in terms of tsfa gic things like that
1: so (laughs) excuse me i would say and this is for savings or yeah yeah yeah.
0: well both it could be for both
1: okay so if you're trying to put your money aside you definitely want it to grow a little bit Mm -hmm. the average savings account from the top five banks are earning 0.01 percent. Um, for those who know, inflation is if it's still around six percent, that means the math is not mapping. So, Fox. inflation is six percent, and your money's growing at 0.01 percent, you're basically in the negative. So, um, there's plenty of savings accounts that earn more than 0.01 percent. A lot of them are offered by digital banks, so, okay. digital banks do not charge bank fees. Makes like tangerine simply notice they're only online um, and they do different promos so currently one of my savings accounts actually all of my savings accounts plus my tax-free savings account um, they're all earning 2.8% oh right so that's a lot so you want to put yeah. your money aside but you <laughs> want to put it in something where it's gonna grow a little bit mm-hmm. um,
0: and then I guess investment because that's more of like Yes.
1: Thing. So I use Wealth Simple. It's the okay. most I would say user friendly account.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um Wealth Simple has multiple apps though. They have the Cash App. Yes. So it's similar to Cash. Cash App or Yeah. Like really? Okay. Yeah. So they so their Cash App um they have a savings account that earns zero point seven five. So not great. But they also have a cash card, which is a prepaid spending card similar to Coho. Okay. okay. Their, their benefits aren't that great anymore. When they first came out, it was like if you sign up, you get $10. And if you send your referral to people, you both get $10. Now it's yeah. $1 each. So mm. I would suggest Coho because you both get $20. It's a lot better. Yeah, right? I was
0: going to say, you both get $20. You just have to use the card. Yeah. It's not like you have to put on like a whole heap of money. Yeah. I w- I didn't know that Wells Simple has a card now. That's yeah. very interesting because I was gonna say the thing that I like personally the most about Coho is they have a cashback and mm-hmm. a roundup. So when you spend your money, they yeah. round up your money and they save it for you. Mm-hmm. So you're saving without even trying. Yeah. But there's also a cashback feature, and they give you cashback of zero point five percent. So like it doesn't feel like a lot, yeah. but when you are making like those so those budget buys, like, for example, like groceries yeah. and all of those kind of like 100 plus, 200 mm-hmm. plus yeah. cashback adds up. It's like, you know, a yep. couple dollars here and there. Yeah. The next thing you know, like, I was, okay, a personal testimony, I guess, I was using the card for two months for, like, our joints yeah. kind of card without even thinking about it, trying over the past two months between roundups and cashback. Mm-hmm. We probably have over $70 dollars. And that's
1: impressive. I, well, I
0: don't want to say it's free money, but half of it's at least free yeah. money. Like when I first had Coho, yeah. I was able to get over $150 in cash. Back. Mm. And that was just free money
1: Yeah,
0: of just me using the card. Yeah. So if you want to have like, for example, you still want to keep your bank account. I'm not telling anybody to delete their bank account, but like mm-hmm. if you want to have your fun funds. Yeah. Have, make your fun funds work for you. Yeah. Put your $100, yeah. $200 for the month when you swipe. You don't feel bad because A, you're saving some of it back because yeah. i will put it away for you. And B, you'll get cash back. Yeah. And guess what? You can use that to add to your fun funds one day. You're like, oh, I saved up an extra $20. Let me spoil yeah. myself this month and throw it on to what I have for the month.
1: Yep. So There's so many tools that you can use to
0: make saving easier
1: because essentially what we want, we want these things to be easy to do, right? Yes. Even when it comes to credit cards, one of my credit cards has Cashback on three categories. So I put it for groceries, reoccurring bills, and then I think like hotel stays. Okay. And then what they do is they take the cashback and they put it into my savings. So I think yes. last month it was like thirteen bucks. Thirteen bucks doesn't seem like a lot,
0: but you're thirteen dollars
1: richer. I was gonna I'm say feeling that. But I <laughs> was gonna
0: say thirteen bucks times times twelve months. Yeah. is one hundred and fifty six free dollars. Yeah. That you, that, that on things you're going to spend money for anyways. Yeah. Right.
1: Take advantage of all of those cash back things, but also be mindful that you're reading the fine print because some of those offers, um, outside of the credit cards, some of those like cash cards are actually credit cards. So you just want to make sure that you are reading the fine print before you sign up for anything. So you know exactly what they are.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, but with that being said, hopefully we dropped with Shay dropped yeah. enough gems to get you guys started. And if you need more information, please let them know how they can connect with you, reach out to you.
1: Yes, yeah, so slide in your DMs. My Instagram <laughs> is finance for the culture. I post a lot of funny reels. I like to teach financial literacy in a um, entertaining way so that it grabs your attention. So check out my reels. Um, always posting free gems on there so make sure you tap in and yeah there's a lot of stuff coming up this summer whether it's events workshops all that fun stuff so make sure you tap in and thank you so much for having me
0: of course it's my pleasure um again connect with shay aka finance for the culture on her social media follow learn invest grow build that you know financial literacy that financial independence Um, But with that being said, it is your girl, Lola, and you've been listening to this Black Girl podcast. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye.